I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF. I'm the founder of Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to activate your chakras to live a life that's both glamorous and grounded, guys. Today, I am sharing my freaking story, the good the bad, the drunk party girl vibes of my past. Not going to lie, I'm a little buzzed now, but it's totally different because I was with my husband. So anyways, what we're going to talk about, you're getting like the naked truth of my story, how I went from hot mess to mega success. (laughs) See what I did there. You're going to learn how I overcame fear at like each of the key milestones of my life from like launching my business to spending all my wedding savings since months before my wedding six months. Oh my God. See, I'm a little bust. We're going to talk about the exact rituals that helped me every step of the way. And we're just going to like get real. All right. So today was like summer, you guys, like it's getting so, so nice here. This weekend was so fabulous. We like rode our bikes around the seawall. If you haven't been to Vancouver in the summer, get your ass down here. I'm actually hosting a retreat here in the summer and I'm super excited because I mean, it's my hometown. I want to host and we're going to like just really do it up. Anyways, summer here is the best. We've got beaches. We've got like this amazing seawall. We just like ride our bikes around and shuck oysters. Okay. Well, don't shuck them, but we like eat them and it's just really magical. So you need to check it out. Okay. Without further ado, we have a lot to cover today. So let's get into the chakra tip. Okay. So I'm reading Shaman Durek's new book name drop. Cause he sent me an early edition copy, you know, that like special people got like for the media and such. Um, name dropping, bragging. It made me feel cool, whatever. Um, but 
since our last episode of Chakra Girl Radio with Joanna Basals, I've been obsessed with just like trying to increase my consciousness. Okay. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen. But the book is called Spirit Hacking and it is literally what it sounds like. It is like, he gives you like so many amazing tips to like really tap into your consciousness and like shift any old programming. And it's just amazing. And I want to just tell you guys like one of the practices in the book, because it seems like super simple, but it is like, I just feel like we can all kind of like enhance our consciousness a little bit more. So essentially it's literally just like staring at your hand. I know bear with me here, but I want you to like, okay, well, let's just, let's do it together. You guys. So basically (laughs) hold your hand in front of your face and you're just going to like really like tune in to your hand. And rather than like listing what you physically see with your eyes, you're going to like tune in to like feeling into your hand. Like, what does it feel like? And you, you can, like, you can notice the things that like physically it looks like, but I don't want you to like try and list them. Like, I want you to just see what like comes to your mind. And I've been doing it lately and I swear I can like feel different sensations and I'll be like warm and I swear it'll feel like warmer. I'll be like cold and I swear it'll feel like a little breeze and we can literally all practice this. And I know when I had a session with Shaman Derek, he was literally doing that where he was like, now you're warm, now you're cold. (laughs) And like, I could feel it and it was so crazy, but we can all access that. Like, that's, what's so amazing about this book, spirit hacking is that he's giving us like all these spirit hacks that shamans use to, you know, really enhance their consciousness and to like connect with other people. And I mean, guys, it's like as simple as staring at your hand. So you might as well practice it and get conscious AF, right? Okay. So obviously my chakra shout out is Shaman Durek because like I said, his book is blowing my mind. It's making me like more mindful. It's really making me like really think about my designer bags because he talks a lot about like how we're brainwashed into these like labels and stuff. Don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not going to stop buying labels, but it just makes you think about it and make you want to like, it just really like makes you want to buy things for the right reasons, like buying things from a place of love rather than a place of fear or like feeling like you need to fit in or any such thing. So go order his book. You can pre-order it on Amazon. We'll link you to it in the show notes. Treat yourself. I promise you it's going to show up at the perfect time for you. It needs to be pre-ordered. I don't think it's going to arrive till October, but like I said, it'll come when it needs to. So let's get into this shiz. Let's talk about me. Come on. Okay. So I want to share like my whole story with you guys. And it's funny because when I asked you guys, like, what do you want me to do a solo about? And people are like, I want to know your full story. So I don't know like how deep you guys want me to go, but I've kind of broken it into some like key elements. Okay. (laughs) Um, starting with my childhood and we're just going to go there. Okay. We're just going to like chronologically, go through the events. Okay. 
because I want to relate to you guys. And I feel like you guys don't, I don't really like talk about myself that much. I always ask people about their story and like about their spiritual awakening, but you guys don't get to hear about me. And maybe you want to, maybe you don't. If you don't, I mean, go listen to another episode. There's a lot of good ones, but here we go. Okay. So I grew up with my mom and my sister. So my sister's three years older than me. My parents got divorced when I was three. We ended up actually moving in with my grandparents and my mom's parents. And my mom like lived in their basement suite and we like were upstairs and my grandparents were super sweet and amazing. My grandma's passed on. Unfortunately, my grandpa's still kicking it. He's actually like a ladies man at the old folks home. Anyways, that's a whole other podcast. Um, so yeah, I actually had like a really lovely childhood. Um, you know, two Christmases and such. There was never like too much drama. Um, my dad moved away like eight hours away when I was in grade three and we were just kind of like a little poor <laughs> when we were in grade three, my, me and my mom and my sister also moved out into like this little townhouse and it was the ghetto, but <laughs> it was right by my school. So we made it work and yeah, I mean, normal childhood. So there's that chapter. And then, yeah, I mean, high school, of course, I was a bit of a mean girl, regret it, but I think it made me learn a lot. Cause when you're a mean girl, I will say life for a mean girl is not all, you know, keg stands and, you know, whatever. It was not super easy because you have to worry about everyone hating you. Like I was, even though you're like popular or whatever, like most of the people hate you because you're popular. So (laughs) this might sound bad, but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, there were times where my friends would like ditch me if I was like dating a guy that one of them liked or whatever. It was like all very tumultuous. It was like a very, you know, up and down friend group. So high school was dramatic. And then after high school was kind of crazy. So when I was in grade 12, my mom actually got married and moved away. So my mom was pretty much single, like my entire childhood got married and she actually moved ironically to the same city that my dad lived in which is like eight hours away. It was just super ironic, not planned. Um, And I was like, hell no, I'm not going. It was like total Hickville. Well, not totally, like it's not that bad, but um, I was like, no, I'm not going. So I like moved into this basement suite with one of my friends that I worked at the mall with naturally. And then I got in a car accident. Like I wasn't hurt or anything, but I, you know, ruined my car and I couldn't afford to fix it. And I couldn't afford to drive to work. And my mom at that point, like, I feel like when she moved, she didn't really want me to come, but then I think her marriage like wasn't doing very well. So she all of a sudden was like, Oh, just come live here. We'll pay for you to go to university. We'll pay for you. We'll buy you a new car. So I did. And then literally like, I think I was only there for like two months and I was spending a lot of time with my dad and they like, didn't like that. Well, probably because I was like partying a lot too. They just weren't super happy with me in general. So they fired me from my job. So I was working for them. They fired me. They told me that I owed them all the money back from the car and from school. And I decided to move back to the city to where I, you know, went to high school and I lived with one of my friends and I got a job and I paid them back 
every fucking penny. And it was like, I mean, it wasn't like a huge amount of money. I want to say it was like maybe five grand, but when you're 19 years old, that's a lot of money. So paid them back. And yeah, I mean, I was just kind of like partying away, working in this office job and living my best life, making like $30,000 a year, thinking I was a baller when I was 19. (laughs) Um, So then when I was like 21, I went to fashion school. I ended up like doing yoga. I was trying to like lose weight. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do yoga. And I started doing yoga and I started like learning about chakras because I, you've probably heard me tell this story before because I've told it a million times, but I was in a meditation class and they, I like couldn't stop swallowing. Like I had this like lump of energy in my throat and I couldn't get rid of it. And I asked the teacher, I was like, what is that? And she's like, oh, that's your throat chakra. And I was like, okay. Like I had no idea what that meant, but I just started Googling it when I got home. And I found out that gemstones can really help your chakras and help balance them. So I bought this crystal. It was actually part of a bracelet and I slept with it on my throat for two weeks and that block was gone. Like I went back to that meditation class and the block was totally gone. I was like, this shit works. That's amazing. What else can I fix? And then I decided like, I need to share this with people. Like, why doesn't anyone know about this? And I mean, people did, but like, you know, granola hippie people know about it. And like my cool millennial friends had no idea. So I decided I was going to like make this business. I was going to make these bracelets and I wanted to do it, but Lord knows I was tired from partying all the time that I didn't have the energy to do it. So I was working for, so I went to school for fashion. I ended up getting a job at this apparel company. I had these two bosses that I'm very good friends with now, but whenever I tell the story about them, I'm like, they were these like idiots, like jerks, (laughs) but they're not, they're so nice. I love them. If you're listening, I love you guys. Anyways, one of them was being a real jerk one day though. And he took me to this meeting and he was like, yeah, we're going to like move into a new office space. Like I need you to drive me to like meet this girl that we're going to share an office space with. And I was like, okay. And we pull up and I had no idea who it was going to be. And it was the girl who owned the company of the bracelet you know, brand or whatever that I had slept with on my throat that cleared my throat chakra. And she was like young and cool. She was only like a few years older than me. And I remember just being so embarrassed. Like I'm like this guy's slave driving him around. And like, he was being literally so condescending to me, like trying to be cool in front of her, like being like, Hey, have you booked my flights? And I was like, well, that's not my job. So no, I didn't like, it was like insane. Anyway. So I went home devastated. Like I was embarrassed. And there was this girl who was not that older than me living my best life. And I was just so depressed. And I was like, fuck it. Like I need to figure this out. I ended up like going and buying all these beads and like starting to make these bracelets and I would like make a few and like give them to friends and, you know, wear them myself and give them to my husband. But I would like kind of start the business and work on it for like a month and then not work, work on it for like two months. It was like this crazy, like start and stop. If you do that, let me know because I did it for like three years. (laughs) Um, yeah, I kind of like thought I was doing the spiritual work, but until you're like doing it consistently, you kind of aren't like you can't really, 
like not to say like, oh, you're not spiritual if you don't meditate every day. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I'm trying to say you can't just like read a book and then be good for a year. You know, you need to kind of always be growing and expanding. But I didn't really realize that at the time. I was like, oh, I know what crystals are. And I cleared my throat chakra, so I'm good. And then I like wasn't practicing or expanding other than like yoga and stuff. Um, So yeah, there were about three years of that (laughs) going out partying, working at a job I didn't like until I just like couldn't make excuses for myself anymore. Like I had told a bunch of people I was starting this business and it started to be embarrassing because people would like ask me and I would like always have an excuse. And then one of my friend's little sisters who I'm actually dear friends with, um, she started a company and I remember being like, I can't make an excuse. Like I literally can't make an excuse for not having a company. Cause there were other people I could like look at them on Instagram and I would be like, Oh, whatever. They have a rich husband or they have rich parents or whatever. They got a scholarship. So that's why they're successful. And I'm not, but I knew damn well, this girl, she was younger than me. She did not have rich parents. She did not have like any, you know, privileges and, I had no excuse anymore. And I remember just bawling my eyes out on the sofa, like having to face reality that I was the reason that I didn't have the life that I wanted. And I randomly stumbled across a blog post and emailed this girl. And eventually she started coming out with a coaching program. So I was like, okay, I need to make this happen. I think her program was like $3,000 or something like that. I was like broke as a joke. I think I paid, she had a payment plan. I think I put like $500 down or something. And I had no idea where my next payment was going to come from because I was literally so paycheck to paycheck. It wasn't even funny. Like if it was like, if I got paid on like the first by like the seventh, I had like $3 in my account. I don't even know how I survived. (laughs) And so I was living with my husband at the time. We weren't married yet or even engaged. And I said to him, listen, I'm going to be able to pay for the main bills, like my share of the main bills, but you're going to have to like help with groceries and like those kinds of things. I'm not going to be able to pay for that stuff for a while. And I think I had to borrow some money from him too. Anyways, I put down that first payment. I had no idea how he's going to pay for the next payment. And literally like three days later, I got a letter in the mail from the credit card company saying that my credit limit was increased. They had no business doing that. I, (laughs) my credit was horrific and they raised my credit limit. Like it was literally must've been a mistake or someone was drunk that worked there. Like I have no idea. Anyways, I was able to like pay for all of the coaching and in literally three months, my business was up and running and I tried for three years by myself. (laughs) And then three months later, once I hired someone, it was fully up and running. I had a brand, I had social media, I had products, I had everything. And those like, basically that was just the most wild thing for me. And not only did I, you know, launch this business, like I learned so much about mindset and like when you start a business, you grow so much because every single fear that you ever had slaps you in the face as soon as you start your business (laughs) or as soon as you start even trying to launch your business, because you know, there's like fear of failing, fear of not being good enough. Like all those things come up and you have to face them and you have to do it anyways. So I think this is like August, 2015, I launched the business. And I remember when I hired my coach, I really thought coaching was like this pyramid scam. 
And when I was like hiring her, I was like, just so you know, like, I'm not going to be a coach and you're not going to get any portion of my company. And she's like, well, that's not the way it works. You psychopath. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, but then lo and behold, I had my jewelry business for a little bit. And then I was like, oh my God, like the coaching transformation is real. Like this was so amazing. Like I can't believe how much my life has changed. I want to offer this to people. And also I realized like when I launched the jewelry business that everyone was just contacting me to ask me how I started my business. No one really cared about the jewelry. They were like, okay, how do I unblock my chakras to launch a business? And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, I should just be charging for this. And I decided from, you know, I decided to switch from making gemstone and crystal jewelry for your chakras to teaching people how to tap into their chakras to launch a business, which is where I'm at today and where I've been for a while. So I launched that. So like I said, I launched the jewelry in August, 2015. And then I started the coaching like six months later in January, 2016. Is that six months? January? No, sorry. August, September, October, November, December, January, five months later. And it just felt so much more aligned. And what I did, it was kind of funny. So I used to have this vision. So this is the ritual that I would do. So if you want to start a business and, or maybe you've kind of just started a business or you're kind of like thinking about it. I had this, I call this like my coffee shop vision. And I would just kind of like get clear on what are the feelings I want to feel in having this business. And I would picture myself like working from this coffee shop, you know, wearing this like leather jacket and this, like these new shoes with this new computer and this like specific scarf that I wanted, which is a hundred dollars. And at that time I was like, I would never spend a hundred dollars on a scarf anyways. So I was just visualizing that every single day. And what that represented to me was like the freedom to work when and where you want and like the freedom to buy the clothes that you want. And so it was like basically like freedom, empowerment, and just kind of like owning my worth and overcoming my fears. So that was really like a powerful visualization. And I could like feel it in my bones when I would picture it. And I literally manifested every single thing. So before I even fully launched the coaching business, so I was still in the jewelry business, my boss ended up like calling me for lunch this day. And he told me that the business was moving to New York and I had three options. I could move to New York and get a raise I could work from home or I could take a layoff and go find something else. And I wasn't quite ready to take a layoff because I hadn't, you know, started the coaching business yet. I wasn't making that much money. I was still, you know, a little bit in debt and sorry, a lot of bit in debt. Let's be clear. And I decided, okay, I'm just going to work from home. So I basically manifested being able to work from home so that I could like work on this coaching business. So I launched the coaching business January, 2016 was working from home. Everything was amazing. I actually got my first client after about like three weeks of launching my business. And then right after I actually got two clients like in the same week, which was wild. And I ended up going to Costa Rica and got engaged, which was wild. So like, that was like the wildest time of my life. Like launched a business, like launched a business, launched another business, got a couple of clients and then got engaged. So I came home and then I got no clients for like a month. And then 
Funnily enough, I manifested getting laid off. (laughs) They were like, all right, this working from home isn't working. Um, And they gave me three months severance. So I was like, okay, I have three months to start getting clients. I have three months to start like making money from this business. And I will say like the one thing that really made this work was not feeling sorry for myself and feeling grateful. So I was like, okay, how can I feel grateful for my job? How can I feel grateful for this three month severance? How can I feel grateful for the opportunity that I got to like learn what I learned at my job? Cause if I was like, oh my God, I hate the situation. I hate my job. I hate this. I hate that, which don't get me wrong. I definitely did plenty of complaining. Um, but I had to change that script. I had to decide that feeling grateful was the only way that was going to change my situation. So I, made this plan. I basically, so they gave me three months severance, but I kind of like dicked around for a month. And then when it was like eight weeks left before I ran out of money, I was like, okay, we need to like figure this out. And I made this eight week plan. I was like, okay, I'm going to like replace my salary in eight weeks. I ended up doubling that. I made 10 K in one month. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, and just so you know, like, like I was saying, I, well, no, at that point I was making 50 grand a year. So what's that? Like not even five grand a month. So I made 10 K in one month, which was crazy. I had 14 one-on-one clients. It was insane. I was working my ass off. And with that money, I rebranded, I changed, um, like my, I got new photos and I just like up-leveled everything. And I just kind of like was cruising. I was coasting for a while. I actually didn't have a coach for like three months and I totally like shit the bed in my business and, um, started like things kind of just went downhill a little bit. I just kept trying to like do the same thing over and over again, but you need to like up level, you need to elevate, you need to shift. Like I literally always have a coach because I know that it takes me to the next level over and over and over again, because I girl, I am not stagnant. I do not like that stagnancy. I'm a dynamic kind of gal. So I always want to have like a new plan and like new things going on. So I didn't know that at the time. So I just like, didn't have anyone helping me. And I would just kind of do like the same thing over and over and over again. And then one month I only made like two grand and the next month I only made like one grand and I was like, Oh my God, what the hell am I going to do? So I ended up getting this opportunity. There was like a $30,000 coaching program and I was like, okay, I had like money saved away for my wedding and I ended up having to spend all my money savings on this program And I was scared shitless, but I was like, I'm just going to make the decision that I know that I can do this. I'm going to make the decision that when I invest, I make the money back like tenfold. And I, you know, put down $15,000 on this program and it was a $30,000 program. So I still had like a payment plan left and everything. And then the next month I had a $30,000 month, which is crazy. I had never had a $30,000 month before. And it just like made me realize, okay, always having support, always expanding, always going deeper with myself. And that's the thing. It's not just about like the path or the strategy or the plan. It's about like the energetic expansion. And when you're getting supported by someone, you energetically change and you shift and you 
grow. And that was the important piece. So yeah. And then I hosted, okay. So that was, I'm trying to think of when this was, this was like December, I want to say 2017 or maybe 20. 2016, December, 2016. And then I hosted a retreat in Bali in April, 2017. And then since then I've hosted retreats in Paris, LA, Palm Springs, Hawaii, Iceland, Vancouver, like all over the place. And yeah, I mean, like it has been real guys and have there been roadblocks? hundred percent. Have them days that I cry hundred percent. I actually like, there was this one point where I like hit this roadblock where I just like stopped caring about the money. And I think my goal was to make 300 K in a year. And this was my second year of business. And I had made 200 K and there was still like a whole quarter left. And I was like, I could not fucking care. Like I could care less to make another dollar. I'm tired. I've been working so hard and I'm just not excited anymore. And that was when I really learned to like reset my vision to be about my life and how I want to feel versus what I want to buy. So sometimes you need to like, just like readjust and bring things back to your original purpose, which for me was that coffee shop vibe of like freedom and like clarity and power and, you know, being my best self rather than being like, I want to buy a car. I want to buy another purse. Like I just didn't care about that anymore. Don't get me wrong, honey. I will always be buying new purses and I love my Porsche. But (laughs) at that time it was like, I needed that like deeper that deeper feel, you know? And then shortly after that, I launched my first podcast, which was with my friend Sophie and it was called hot, rich and humble. And it was super cute. And then it was just so hard for both of us to get together all the time and coordinate each other's schedules because she had a business as well. So I ended up launching my own podcast. That was March, 2018. You're listening to it now. It's the best. And yeah, I mean like the rest is history guys. I've just been like traveling a lot, traveling to LA. I've got a TV show in the works. I'm going to give you guys an update on that. So basically we filmed the sizzle with Justine Marjan. So basically how it works is like you film this little 2.5 minute video that is like basically an advertisement for the show, even though the show's not filmed yet. And then you pitch that to production companies and then you make a pilot. Anyways, the sizzle is still being edited. It's been a little bit of a cluster F getting it sorted out. Um, but once it's ready and edited, we'll be sending it out to people, selling it, making it happen. And it's kind of funny because I feel like all the weird editing stuff that's going on, like the fact that it's just taking forever, I feel like it's literally because I had a lot of energetic work to do because there were fears. Like when I was like, oh my God, a TV show, I was like, what if I'm famous and then people start to hate me? What if, you know, what if I lose everything? I had those fears come up, like those same fears that you have. I still get them sometimes. And I feel like I had a lot of work to do like spiritually and energetically. So I've been doing that guys hardcore. And that's why I've like gotten into all the goddess work and like deeper rituals. And I was doing the bath rituals and like everything is kind of like leading up to like something big. I can feel it guys. I can feel it. So it's been a lot of energy work. It's been insanity. And yeah, so I'll just give you guys an update on my ritual because Last I told you guys, I was like doing my goddess mantra. So right now I'm doing a Kuan Yin mantra, which is Om Mani Padme Hum. 
and I have it on my playlist. If you don't follow me on Spotify, go follow. It's called Kundalini Vibes and my name on Spotify is Amber Lee. So go check it out. So I do that mantra. Well, first I do some breathing. So this was actually a practice from Joanna Basals, who was on last week's podcast, episode 83. I believe. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I could be wrong. And basically you like breathe 10 times into your crown chakra and then breathe 10 times into your heart chakra and 10 times into your, um, solar plexus. And cause those are like all the like intuitive chakras. So that helps enhance your consciousness. So I like breathe into those and I'll repeat things like it is safe to be me. It is safe to be feminine. It is safe to love. It is safe to whatever, whatever I'm feeling I need to feel safe in. And, you know, and even like it is safe to be famous. It is safe to be vibrant. It is safe to be loud. It is safe to whatever. And, um, yeah, so I'll do that. And then I will do my mantra and then I will pull a card from my Kuan Yin Oracle deck by Alana Fairchild, which I'm obsessed with. And then I will open my journal and just start writing. And like, usually I have like some profound download or like something will come through in my meditation or when I pull my card and I just want to write about it and just get really clear on it. And usually it's something I end up sharing with you guys. So if it's something super profound or like this, like light bulb that goes up, I'll write a little Instagram post about it or an email about it. And I just feel like that's where I get my content from is like that growth and that elevation that I keep creating for myself. So the ritual is so, so freaking important. So yeah, guys, I'm elevating. Things are changing. I just mapped out the next phase of my business and I'm super excited. There's going to be a membership site, a skincare line, and none of this would have happened if I didn't take that risk to hire that first coach and put that first payment down without having any idea where the rest was coming from. And it was scary. Like, you know, I was not, it was not something that felt easy. It was not something that, you know, I decided was going to definitely happen for me. Like I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, am I good enough? You know, I had all the fears guys. And that's why it's funny now. Like when I talk to people, cause I have a program called Shocker Girl Business School where I help people now launch their business. I help people over four months. Like we launch your business, we activate your chakras and we change your entire fucking life. And now like when I talk to people, about joining that program. They're like, well, I have this fear and I have this fear. I'm like, honey, I had all those fears and I did it anyways. And look at me now. Like it's okay to be scared. It's okay to have fears. It's okay to feel a little bit held back and you can still move forward. Like you can still decide that, yes, I can do this because your desires are important and everything that you want is important. If I didn't think my desires were important, I wouldn't be here you know, on this podcast, in this beautiful home, you know, with this amazing business and these amazing clients. And yeah. So if this is something that's on your heart, guys, shoot me a DM at shocker girl co on Instagram, shocker girl business school is enrolling right now. We're going to be doing a little celebration in LA where you can like drink margaritas with me and celebrate your success and clients that 
join this program, like you will have an amazing thriving business. If you do the work you have in this program, everything is laid out for you. You get time with me, you get my eyes on your business, you get my energy, um, supporting you and encouraging you. And yeah, you're going to have a beautiful brand. You're going to make new chakra friends and you're just going to be a completely different person in completely different energy. So if that sounds like the life you want, like this was, like I said, hiring someone to support me in launching a business was my first step. So naturally I want to share that with people. I want to share that with the world. I want to share that with everyone, even the people who are where I was, where I had no idea what I wanted. And I, you know, just had to start, you know, I thought I was going to have a jewelry business. I was like, okay, fine, I'll do that. And then it turned into something totally different. So just start, even if you don't know what you want to do in the program, we help you figure it out. And by like the second or third week of the program, it'll be so much more clear because we're accessing that chakra energy and that inner guidance. So it's just so magical. And I love sharing this story with you guys because anyone can do it. I'm not special. I did not grow up wealthy. I did not go to university. I was a hot mess. I was going out and drinking all the time. Well, as I'm buzzed while I'm recording this, but anyways, not the same thing. I was like partying at nightclubs, literally like every day, like not every single day, but it would be like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, like whatever, just the most random times. And yeah, things are bleak. Things were dark, but once you invest in yourself, it's like, you're telling yourself I'm worth it. I'm worth being better. I'm worth the investment. I'm worth the investment of time, energy, money, and going for your desires. Freaking matters guys. So sending you guys so much love. I'm love sharing my story with you guys. Obviously there's a lot more to share, but I mean, we've only got so much time. So if you have more questions, shoot me a DM at Shocker Girl Co. If you want to chat more about Shocker Girl Business School, we can hop on a phone call. It's actually so funny. Like people that listen to my podcast, they'll want to work with me or join one of my programs and they'll book a call and we'll get on the phone. They're like, Oh my God, I can't believe it's you. And I'm like, who did you think it was going to (laughs) be? Um, so yeah, it will be me on the phone with you talking about your plans and your desires. Um, and I would love to chat with you so you can do it too excited for you, seeing it for you, sending you all so much love. Thank you guys so much for listening. Shoot me a DM. And also while I've got you, if you like this episode, give it a comment, maybe subscribe, maybe rate me five stars. I'd be down for that. Love you, mean it. And we'll catch you next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for being a chill chakra girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Chakra Girl Co. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.